Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to My Ship Story Podcast. Yes, I get to host again. Uh, It's been a while. Guys, usual suspects, Scott and Brad. Brad, how are things going? What's up? Oh, it's it's going all right. I just wanted to share this. You know, uh, we we talked about me coming back from Las Vegas where I lost all my money. And I had yeah. this little uh, craps program that on my computer where I was practicing before I went out. How did well, that work I, out for you? <laughs> well, I play occasionally. I have won almost $10,000. On, on this the, app on the computer game yeah so as long as i don't have real money i do really really well <laughs> and so how did that translate to vegas because hey, yeah like i thought for a second you you, you said that you you did the app and you lost ten thousand dollars no no i've i've <laughs> won almost ten thousand dollars uh on, on my money? on on my yeah. with my fake money fake money <laughs> oh, i started out with a thousand. Oh, so that's good yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course, I, I, I'm not going to walk in and play with a thousand dollar bankroll. You know, there's right. that's, that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so, but, when uh, you went to Vegas, did you actually play craps? Yes, I played the machine. I played uh, the little machine because the the table in our uh, hotel was like a fifteen or twenty dollar minimum. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, no, that's not going to last me very long. So I played the, <laughs> I played the little machine. It's got big dice and like a little bubble, and you press oh, the no, button and it kicks that. them up. And oh, it's it's fun, it's fun. <laughs> so but, how long did your money last with the machine? Oh, I played hours. Oh, okay. hours. oh I played like yeah. thirty minutes. <laughs> no, 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 I played hours, hours. Hey. When I finally lost all my money, I think I was playing for like six hours. How was oh, the beachy was experience? Ah, uh, it was. Tanya really, Tanya really liked it. Yeah, there was. Uh, of course, it wasn't the re- the real beaches, obviously, because um, they're they're well, one, two, two thirds. Uh, two thirds of alive. them are dead. Yeah, there's only one left alive. <laughs> and the, the the for some reason the main guy was uh, was Robin. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Barry was kind of off, off to the to the edge, and didn't really say much. Didn't really do too much singing. Couldn't really hit the. You know, I don't think there's too many in the world, too many people in the world that could hit those notes anyway. But he he wasn't quite getting there. And the main guy was Robin. And what really just bugged me is that his cuff on his uh, 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 his cuff on his uh, pants uh-huh. was turned up on one leg and it stayed that way the entire show and i'm like guys nobody checks you before you go out on stage you know nobody takes a looks over you and make sure that everything's all right how did this cuff get turned up on the entire show just bug the shit out of me (laughs) oh somebody's a a little anal there (laughs) (laughs) well we were sitting right there i mean we were like right and yeah anyway yeah anyway let's get to scott scott what you got going on it, um nothing just mowing and um um you know our movie that we uh 
entered in, started entering into film festivals. We actually, our, our documentary of it is done and uh, tomorrow is our viewing. So just excited to see that. That's about it. Cool. And so when do we get to see the movie? Well, I mean, I can show it to you guys, but I can't, I can't show it publicly uh, for right. about a year just because it's got to go through the whole circuit and, and it's the circuits are almost done this year, but um you know, people that I know, I can I can send it to. Not Lisa, though. But no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you know, after after it goes through that whole circuit to see, you know, if anything happens, if we win any awards or whatever, then you know, then we can stream it and do all that kind of stuff. But hmm. okay, well, yep. let's get straight to the. You, nobody wants to hear from me, so let's get straight to our guest because I'm excited to have this person on because we worked together a few times at C. Uh, and sh- I won't say how long ago it was, um, but it, it was. A oh, I will. I, I've got to. I, I, I'll. I'll pinpoint right at the beginning. Uh, she's one of my favorite Canadians in the world, Lisa O'Connell. Welcome to the show. Yay! I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So good to see you guys. Yeah, too. it's welcome. So good to see, to see you. You're looking yeah. great, by the way. Yeah. My God. Well, and I why why are we getting older and you're not aging at all? Because I'm still uh, pickled and in the sun all the time, so I'm oh. still on ship. So yeah. that's the difference. It oh keeps wow! Me young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we saw you last during one of the reunion cruise. We yeah. we kind of ran into each other. Unfortunately, we weren't on the same ship, which we were hoping to do. But huh. so we saw you in Cozumel and had like a five minute chat. Yeah. Um, oh. And that was, and I forgot, I because I was on another ship, and I forgot that you guys were doing the reunion. There was a lot going on at that time, and I was just like, "Oh, I wish I would have had more time with you guys." Yeah, oh, that would have been great. That would have been so much fun. But so, just to go back a little bit, so we were both on the Majesty like the first time around when when it first came out, um, and Lisa trained me as a second purser crew. Um, and got me promoted. So thank you for for yeah. for training me and getting me getting promoted. And then Absolutely. we worked. Uh, we were both first persons at uh, on the Majesty again, like mm-hmm. a few years later, like two couple couple years later. Um, and that's when I think Brad, you were on with Lisa. Yes, a- a- evidently I was there. I I denied being there for for a long long time. <laughs> no, but, on, but I have got pictures yeah. of it, and so I can't. I can't, I, I have to acknowledge that. Yes, I was. There. Yeah. Oh my God. That majesty crew that we had when you were on Lisa was yeah. you, it was Jay Punt. Yeah. Um, I don't remember like, everybody. I've got a great picture uh, of you and Jay Punt on oh a catamaran. God. I've got many, many pictures. I've got a whole <laughs> box. I brought them out that I'm going to send you guys. Oh yeah, please do. Through. And uh, um, the one that uh, where everybody's dancing and broke the bed that in one of the cabins, that was one of my favorite parties. Oh my God. My it was party event. like every single night. I remember Jay was like, no, no more party. And it was like, it was every single night. Um, but it was fun. I remember the thing that I think sticks out with the one song is Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Oh my like, God. We would be singing <laughs> one of the most random songs as loud as we could because we were pretty drunk. Yeah, well, we were we were just a happy bunch. We were a yes. great team, such a happy bunch, though. That but yeah, I don't mind cool. saying those years. Those those years were amazing. We brought up Majesty in '92. Did you go to yeah. Europe? I don't remember. You were in yeah. France, right? We were yeah. all went to that hotel and yeah, yeah. We took all the, the passports and garbage bags. Were you yes. part of that? Yes, yeah. yep, yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah. I was with Erica O'Brien and yes. uh, 
the the Austrian guy. What was his Erica name? Erica from America. Oh my gosh, yeah, she's crazy Erica too. from America. Um, and the Austrian guy. Oh, uh, was he was he Austrian or Norwegian? Yeah. Tall Norwegian. No, he was Austrian. Oh, okay. He was my roommate when I first got there, and I can't remember his name. But anyhow, we could just get started and going, 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 going. But let's yeah. let's go back a little bit, even further yeah. back. So you can tell us, like, how did you end up working on ships? How did that come about? Actually, it's a fascinating story. And I'm actually quite proud of myself. I was 21, 22, actually, somewhere in there. And I was watching a late night uh, show. It must have been Johnny Carson because that's all there was. And, and keep in mind, this is way before the Internet, way before, you know, selfies and videos and, and uh, you know, every all the technology that we have. But I knew oh, that I wanted how to be- you don't even look like you could be around when Johnny Carson was. I swear to yeah, God. Can you imagine? I'm yeah. like, did she just say Johnny Carson? Like yeah. you, you, you look <laughs> like maybe not like Jimmy Fallon or era, maybe, not, maybe. not even Jay Leno, but okay. Well, I always make the joke that I started when I was 12, they hired child labor back then. So I make that <laughs> joke. that's not so far-fetched. That's not so perfect. Yeah. So what happened was, and I always wanted to be in travel. I'm originally from Saskatchewan. If, if anybody's, or if you can, from the United States can imagine. I think you're from Regina, right? I'm Regina, scratch your ass around. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> were like, what did you say? I said, Regina, Saskatchewan. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That hit me sideways. I never heard that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so minus 30 with a wind chill to minus 42 was our winters. You know, winter Jesus started about mid-August. Nope till yeah, mid-June no. and I just I saw these pictures of beaches and palm trees and I'm like I want to go wherever that is so I watched Johnny Carson and I, can't, I could never find the, the episode but it was this this um, business person for some reason I was on Johnny Carson and he said that the new trend for the 90s is going to be video resumes you know we're going to have to step it up it's not going to be paper anymore mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god a video resume that's a brilliant idea because cruise ships they want to see who you are and what kind of person you are so this was 1990 actually 89 I started looking and then I was living in London Ontario going to travel school and I'm like I need to get a video resume that's how I'm going to get a job on cruise ships and I couldn't find nobody even knew what that was so I found a wedding video guy a wedding oh, and he wow. did weddings. So I, I talked to him. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, okay, just let me, I'll direct it. I just need to sit there and I'm going to talk about myself and, and say what, you know, say my resume and video. So we did this video resume and I remember sending it to Carnival. I sent it to Norwegian. I sent it to Royal Caribbean and I was really focused on Carnival because even back then they were the largest cruise line in the, in the world. I'm like, and I still remember his name, Glenn Fussfield, Glenn Fussfield. Every week I sent him the copy of the video and every week I called the office and called and never took my calls. <laughs> and then out of the blue, I got a call from Royal Caribbean. So that was 1990. I started in 91 because it took over Christmas and New Year paperwork and all that to, and interviews. And they said, we've never received a video resume before. We're going <laughs> to hire you. They said they only got video resumes for like the dancers or entertainers or the musicians. So, and I still have that video. I, still I was going to say, we have to post oh, yeah, that video. We have to see that video. It is so cringeworthy. And I've got the pink, <laughs> pink lipstick and the pink and blue 90s eyeshadow and the, you know, <laughs> dynasty shoulder pads yeah. and a peach dress. It's oh, really man. Oh, dance. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. And <laughs> then you... the camera, the cameraman's lighting kept fading and I was sweating because it was so hot and I'm concentrating <laughs> so hard. And I'm like, I don't ever want to be an actor. This is horrible. <laughs> But I have that video and I got it made from from VHS. 
um, into DVD. And then I got it now DVD, obviously, onto my onto my external hard drive. So that's the technology. Oh, man. Oh, but I yeah, they called, yeah, they called me and said, yeah, we... And the funniest thing was too, they, they said they were, I was joining, I don't know, I think it was sovereign out of Miami. So I'm researching sovereign and what size of ship it is and all. And as soon as I get to Miami, they're like, who are you? No, you're not going there. You're going to San Juan. You're going to San Juan. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, I don't know where San Juan is. Where's San Juan? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're in the Brad camp with that one. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No idea, but it was a thrill and it's been a thrill. It was. Yeah. It was. So what was the first ship? Was that song of Norway? Song in Norway, yeah, on Puerto Rico, out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. Love that ship. Also, Song of Norway is a special place in my heart. So did you work with Brad on Song of Norway? Because that was his first ship. Um, I think I did, actually. I took over for you when you left. Oh, that's right. I replaced you. My first contract. Wait, but that doesn't sound right. Because but... I, I was assistant purser then, and then I went to se- uh, second purser. Did I go supercharge or crew first? I don't even remember. Um, what okay. were you taking over from? I'm assistant the, purser. Yeah, assistant but the birthing purser. doesn't ma- match unless somebody else left too. I love it that you still know that. The birthing yeah. didn't match. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a purser thing. Once a purser, always a purser. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why are please, you sending please. a mail? We need a thing. Exactly. You know. <laughs> it's going to be off. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that worked. I don't know how that happened, but it obviously worked. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, wow. yeah I, I took over for you. You were leaving. You left the Song of Norway. I don't know where you went, but um, I, I was your replacement i think i was going to viking serenade then i think i was going because i was getting promoted yeah yeah so back when you can get promoted after one contract oh my um, gosh yeah contracts because the the, she did because she had a video resume yeah (laughs) but it was tougher for females even then like i was the first female canadian officer um you know we had yeah because we had the um what was her name she's a cruise director from canada we had another cruise staff, forget her name as well. She was from Canada. And then we had Jeff Yetman. You remember a radio officer? Did you ever work with him? He was in the, he was a radio officer back in the day. No, I remember Ronda, Rana, Rona, Rona. Rona, Rona yeah. 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 That was all. No, I know Jeff. I worked with Jeff for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, we still exchanged some barbs here and there. Oh, uh, yeah. He was a great guy. So we had our first Canada Day when I got on the ship. I'm like, we got to do Canada Day. And there's four of us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that they had just started recruiting in Canada because. To me, you're always the Canada Day person. I would celebrate Canada Day. People yeah. would ask me, are you Canadian? I'm like, no, <laughs> but it's another day to celebrate. Celebrate. I'm party. Yeah. Oh, I've always done. Even with that, because I was with uh, P&O, which we'll talk about uh, yeah. maybe later, but I, I've done P&O um, cruises for three years every Canada Day, even though it's a 100% British brand. I'm like, we're celebrating Canada Day. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, let's get to some some stories that you have. I'm sure you have plenty because as we've said, you've been on ships for quite a while now. So you yeah. you have to have seen, uh, I'm sure, lots and lots and lots. Oh, there, there's so many great stories, good, bad, and ugly. Yeah, I so I left Royal Caribbean in 2016 and I actually retired. Um, I, I'd been there 25 years, but they only counted me as 10-year retirement because I had um, left for a year in between when my mother had passed away, unfortunately. And so they started me back on the on the calendar at 10 years. So Oh, no, but they did they, they, they corporate. But they didn't tie it back once normally with HRs, once you do a number of years, then they count the original they years. No, oh, they didn't. Wow. And I but I got to keep my numbers zero one zero one nine six six seven or something like that. I was like, and even when I got there, they're like, there's something wrong back. 
They're like, something wrong with your number. You're missing a number. I said, nope. I started so long ago. I only got five numbers. Oh, wow. Wow. I remember that you told me that you had taken some time off because you had you had worked in real estate a little bit. And I was just starting real estate when yeah. we were connecting before you went to P&O. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you giving me some hints and talking to me about yeah. real estate. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've got so many stories. I mean, I I don't even know which are the good ones, the fun well, ones. But... We're going to get to all of them. So let's yeah. get pick one and let's start. Hi, my name is Lisa O'Connell and this is my ship story. I love that. I was such a, I was, a, and actually this was when I was a port and shopping guide. So I was trained to publicly speak. <laughs> speak You've done it all. Camera. Speak to the camera. Yeah. It's when I met Jimmy Buffett. And wow. uh, yeah, and I was a port and shopping guide, and it's one of my favorite stories. And I, it'll be interesting to see what you guys think. So, what happens as port and shopping guide, we're in Ocho, uh, Ocho Rios, and of course, there's one of the biggest uh, margarita villas there. And doing my rounds, doing my rounds, and one of the rules is port and shopping guide you're not supposed to spend time or have lunch with any of the vendors because you're not supposed to spend so much time with one client over another. But it was Margaritaville. One of the other uh, diamond store owners was going to Margaritas. Come on, just come in for a quick drink and have a sandwich because Jimmy Buffett's coming. I'm like, sure, Jimmy Buffett's coming. He's not coming. And I said, no, no, I can't. I said, we're not allowed. I'm not supposed to go have lunch with anybody. No, no, come on, come come have a drink and I'll buy you lunch and Jimmy Buffett's coming. I'm like, Jimmy Buffett's not coming. Okay. So I said, yes, okay, I'll go. And I get there and he keeps saying, and the, the owner of Margaritaville and another manager and another store owner, and I think another port shopping guide was there. And, and he kept saying, okay, well, when Jimmy Buffett comes and I'm like, okay, fine. You're going to play that game all lunch. Great. And then he gets on the phone. He's like, yeah, okay. His car is coming. Okay. Yeah. He's landed. Yeah. Okay. They're picking him. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett's coming. And he was coming with Chris Blackwell. Do you know who Chris Blackwell is? So he's the producer and he's actually the one who discovered uh, U2 and he's a huge, huge producer um, and he works with Jimmy Buffett and, you know, huge um, musical um, Bob Marley. He had produced some of his early stuff and he's from Jamaica. He's from Ocho. Mm -hmm. So then the DJ starts and already I've had a few margaritas. You just got it. So, you know, you're just getting happier and happier. I'm like, oh. And then the DJ started making announcements about Jimmy Buffett coming. So you can imagine the place is full of our cruise ship guests and everybody starts freaking out. And I'm like, they wouldn't be lying to all the guests, the, the whole restaurant. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, Jimmy Buffett is really coming. And sure enough, they start making an announcement. I think they played Cheeseburger in Paradise as he walks into the into Margaritaville. And I'm sitting with the owner of Margaritaville, the manager of Margaritaville, um, his colleagues of, 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 that they've worked with. I don't know who they are, but you know how they sit in a, your own little yeah. section. And it, it was the upstairs kind of balcony called Havana Day Dreaming. So he comes up and he's talking to everybody. He's quite short, actually. I was really surprised. Really? He's, he's short. And he was, he had his back to me because I'm standing up like royalty has just entered the building. And I'm like, oh my God. So he turns around because they explain, oh, this is Lisa O'Connell. She's um, the port and shopping guy. She recommends Margaritaville and she recommends, you know, people to come and have lunch and buy drinks and buy. And he turns around and he's just excited. And he's like, you really work on a cruise ship. That's so amazing. He says, you know, that you have to work with all these guests and you recommend, and he's talking and talking, but I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I'm hearing like the peanuts. Jimmy Buffett is talking to me and he's excited that I work on a cruise ship. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's a great job. I really enjoy it, Jimmy. It's yeah. So nice to meet you. I'm such a fan. But while he was talking to me, we're over the ledge. So the entire restaurant can see me talking to Jimmy Buffett, actually Jimmy Buffett talking to me. 
so they start going nuts because they recognize me from from the show, from you know the Port Shopping show, and, and and from the from the channel on the TV. So it was just so much fun, and and I sat there and had lunch with him. He was a little bit further away; we weren't talking. Then I got a photo with him. I was kind of stalking him, got him to sign one of these books. But then the interesting happened was so the manager and the this jewelry store owner said. Chris Blackwell and Jimmy Buffett are having a party in their, their villa. Like there's a mansion tonight. You want to come? And I'm like, quit my job, get fired. Quit my job, get fired. Party, party with Jimmy Buffett. Tempting. tempting. And I'm like, yeah. I was really, okay. You know, the first thing that came to my mind, I have to make it look like I got mugged. I got mugged yeah. and somebody punched me and I was out cold in the hospital somewhere. I was trying to come up with those right. scenarios of how I could go to Jimmy Buffett uh, party. But in the end, I didn't. I was irresponsible and I went, I should have gone oh. to the Jimmy <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's party. amazing. Yeah. And it was just like so exciting, but it's just, you can't make that stuff up when you're, you know, working cruise ships and it's like Jimmy Buffett, come on. And Margaritaville Ocho. <laughs> In the Caribbean. I mean, it's a perfect yeah. setting. Oh, wow. yeah. You know, I suggested several Jimmy Buffett songs for our kind of uh, our intro and these guys shot them down. They're like, no, we're going to get sued. We're going to get sued. And I'm like, no, I don't think. I don't think Jimmy's that kind of a guy. And they're like, no, 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 we're not taking that. You can't, well, you can't like you, Jimmy Buffett could come on and say, yeah, you could use cheeseburgers of paradise, but the algorithm would flag yeah. it and his, his management can. So yeah, it's, we'd get sued. Well, and he's, I, I call it the billion dollars. We could say, just call Lisa. She knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, come on. We could wait back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there was bad story. Remember, so we're, I think, Eric, you were on the Viking Serenade when we had the first medical outbreak. Were you ever on there or was it you? Oh, no, I, I wasn't on. I'd never worked on the Serenade. So, so that was 1993 and it was the, it was Shigalosis. I'll never forget this name way before Norwalk. Would you say Shigalosis? Oh, so that was, you went, that was after the Majesty. So you went there yep. and I stayed on the Majesty. Yep. Yeah. And it was the first um, time Royal Caribbean ever canceled any cruises. The media, there was a media frenzy. Um, we had within, because I was first purser crew, I think back then. Yeah, first purser crew. And the ship got quarantined by CDC. They wouldn't allow us to come back into LA. Into LA. Wow. We had up to 300 to 400 guests get sick Ooh. within 24 hours. Like, what, it was, what was it? What were, what, what, it's, what it's, was that? It's, it's, it's a, it is from shit. I know we can swear on this, but that's not a bad word. <laughs> you but can it's swear shit. all you somebody, want. <laughs> somebody didn't wipe their bits and it spread through the whole ship and to the guests first, first of all, and we had three to 400 guests get like severely sick, vomiting, probably diarrhea, the wait, hallucinations, the fevers. Could have been. Oh my gosh. Um, and even um, so what happened is that we, stuff usually spreads in the buffet areas. Like all it takes is one person. You yeah. touch the spoon, a chair, and the, person, a spoon, a chair the doorknob, yeah. you know, yeah. the elevator buttons. And yeah. and but it was one of the worst experiences of my career. And they so we had to do a, a fake triage, almost fake hospital. We had to we took out all the chairs in the uh, conference room. We had to take all the lounge chairs from the pool side. 
and, and we literally had to start giving guests intravenous. Well, we didn't have enough doctors and nurses to do that. And so we had to bring on doctors and nurses from Mexico and they barely wanted to come on the ship because it was under quarantine. And we canceled that. Obviously the rest of that cruise was in, in on hold. The next two or three cruises were, were canceled. Um, LA would not let us in. There was helicopters and media all over the, our uh, ship. Wow. Taking notes. Yeah, it was and it, again, it was 93. Oh my God. I missed that by the skin of my teeth. Did because, you? Because I went to the Viking serenade in 93 after I left the song of Norway. Okay. So I, but I did not, I was not part of that, but I must've just barely missed that. Yeah. It was, it was brutal. Like we didn't sleep for about four days straight. We were so, it, it was beyond. And then you know, what do you do? So then CDC allowed, they said something like 10 guests with one escort at the front and one escort at the back can walk the guests off the ship to the phones. Because again, this is before cell phones and they can walk to the little pay phones in the terminal, call friends or family. And those 10 had to walk back on and two more escorts with 10 more guests. And even then it was Viking Serenade. It was a small ship, but it was like 2000 guests. So 10 at a time. Was there, was there panic like with the crew and stuff? Like what, what did it cause? Like, I mean, all I, all, yeah. all I can think of is like, you got shit on your hands and you got yeah. like, you know, I mean, I, I didn't even still know what that is, but was there, did you guys panic? Well, we didn't, nobody or? panicked because everybody went into like emergency and it's like the training that we get. It, it truly does work. Some people panicked, but overall you had so much to do and so much to take care of. You just got too busy and you just had to handle the emergency and the guests were, they were either sick or they're getting drunk. Cause we did, we opened the bar full bar service. You can have whatever you want. And anybody that wasn't sick was like drinking in the bars and having a good time. Yeah. So and this was a three and four day cruising. So yeah. these were party, these they were, were party ships. They were, they were party ships. Yeah. 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 It was, or it was a party ship because that's all they did was come on there to party yeah. for three or four days. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you remember the pier in Ensenada, where the, it, it was always an angle up to get up, and everybody came back from uh, Senior Frogs or Carlos and Charlie's, just hammered. And the medical team always had to be on standby with the stretch. <laughs> I think it was Papa's and Beer in Papa's Ensenada. Papa's and Beer, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But yeah. But you know what I heard from one of the servers there in Ensenada? Because we said, come on, I, tequila, tequila, we get it. But why does everybody come back so wasted all the time? And one of the guys said, we put ether in the ice cubes and i was like what we were all like a bunch ether? of us cursors ether they put Why? gas because it makes you drunker and happier and, and, and lightheaded and get drunker faster i'm like i don't know if that's wow. true but that's what he told me he says we put ether gas because it's a clear not taste you know and it just makes you happier and lightheaded and i don't know what else it does to your brain but you worked at uh you said royal for 25 years on and off you had a few times that you okay now we know you worked in the pursers you did yeah. port and shopping yeah. what other jobs did you do well, well so wait wait a minute before we before we ask let me let me ask this so it sounds like when you were on the majesty because it because it, it, i heard two different things almost at the same time were you a purser first and you transitioned from that to a port lecturer is that yeah. in between contracts or is that in the middle of a contract? Or, or no, what? but that was many. Yeah, I went to port shopping many, many years later. And actually, I went to shore excursions next. So when we were, because it was only the select few that were going to bring out the majesty because it was the newest and biggest ship. If you remember now, it's yeah. a toy. But it was 1992. So I went to, I was on Song of Norway. Then I went to Viking Serenade. And then, you know, people were up for promotion to go to the, to the majesty. And the role actually was a new role um, called Second Purser Knights. 
And I had just gotten promoted to second purser crew on Viking Serenade. So I was in the second, you know, realm already. And I really wanted that second person nights. And I was dating a guy from the casino at the time. I'm like, yeah, Justin. Yeah. I work, yeah. I would work from midnight to 6 a.m. It would be great. Um so- I remember that guy. Yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now he flies helicopters, dropping water on fires. It's yeah. unbelievable. He's yeah. like a very experienced helicopter yeah. pilot. He trains. He's like commercial. Um, he flies some. Yeah, no, still no. I see his then. post, yeah. and I'm like, I'm yeah. amazed. I mean, obviously, I didn't know him well. I knew him because you were dating with him. Yeah. But he just looked to me like this big British drinking guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I never. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was in, he was in the casino, right? Yeah, I remember telling you like, no, he's a little intimidating, and you're like, ah, no, he's a little teddy bear. I'll, he'll a, do anything yeah. I say. Yeah, yeah, he's a big teddy bear, but he does. He does. He looks scary, and he knows how to pull that face to make you yeah. know people scared. But no, he's a big teddy bear. He's a sweetheart. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, we dated for five years, and so that was a transition. Wow. I went to Becky Serenade, and then they picked all those people for for Majesty, and of course, we were all so excited. It was so thrilling. You know, we went to Miami to to start the cruise crew processing, and I I still love that. I I wish somebody I hope and anybody listening has pictures of us with garbage bags and passports. <laughs> like, why couldn't we get a bin? Why couldn't we secure the passports properly? Why did we put them in garbage bins? I I know what we took them in the garbage bags was from the airport in Paris and we hopped on the train with the bags and then everybody else, all the crew took the, the buses like uh, Scott did. So Scott brought out majesty too, but he was, uh, what was your position? Stage staff. Yeah. Stage staff. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, we, we had them on the train, but we didn't actually do anything with them while we were on the train because it was too busy. And it was like, this is crazy. You know, we're going to start pulling out passports. Well, you guys got there before I did because me and Lucille, Uh Lucille came together. And for some reason, we were on the same flight and we bought duty-free Baileys. I don't know why we bought duty-free Baileys, (laughs) but here's another crazy story. For some reason in our head, we decided we had to drink both bottles of Baileys before we got to the ship, to the hotel. Why? I don't know. So we're racing on this taxi like to to get to the ship in St. Nazaire. And we, we're drinking Baileys, like out of the <laughs> bottle in the taxi. And like, oh, there's the Eiffel Tower. Oh, the Ultra Arc de Triomphe. And I'm like, we got to the hotel. So hammered. Hang on, Lisa. Yeah. I want I want to get this perspective. So you were a purser for many, many years. And, and then you go to shore excursion. Yeah. Which is the which is the better, easier job? Easier. I don't know. Like, what do you mean by easier, though? Like, well, there's so much stuff and paperwork we have to do as a purser, but we party so much. Short excursions is not hard, but I mean, there could be some bad things that happen. Like, I've been with, you know, where there's bus accidents, like one of the buses that fell over the cliff and in, 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 oh. also in Ocho Rios, the accidents, there's been deaths, you know, uh, moped deaths in, in Bermuda almost every week. You know, and, and you're responsible for two, three thousand guests every single day, every single hour on these tours. So you've got to really manage the operations, but also have so much fun. Like the I, I love short excursions as a role out of all of them, because that's travel. You're you're doing the catamarans, you're doing the boat tours, you're doing the sightseeing. You know, we did so many private tours that I arranged and, and just had so much fun. So they all, they both have easy parts and hard parts and good parts. And annoying. what is the, what is the coolest most or bizarre or both um, private tour? 
Well, one I did, I was talking to our tour agent in Bahamas and I had broken all the records because I was such a rock star with my sales. I had broken all the records for guests going to Atlantis and the tour, the, not even the tour operator, the marketing manager at Atlantis wanted to meet me and, and find out what I was doing to get almost triple the sales of anybody else. And he says, you can have anything you want. Like, what like, do you want? Like, we can bring a busload of your friends, bring the captain, bring officers. And what do you want? And I said, I want the Michael Jackson suite. And he's like, okay. And he's like, and I'm like, really? I said, I, I want to bring a bunch of us and go to the Michael Jackson suite. So if you know in Atlantis, that bridge, that whole big bridge that goes across the hotel in Atlantis is the Michael Jackson suite because he was the oh, first wow. one to stay there. And it's be like literally gold covered bathroom faucets, gold wow. covered, like it is beyond chandeliers and beyond opulent. And nobody's allowed in there. Nobody's allowed in there unless you're booking it. And 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 I said, yeah, could you also have some chilled champagne for us when we get there? <laughs> they're like, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. So we just went, yeah, we just went for the day. Like we got there early afternoon and, and there was six of us, Michelle McGregor. I was dating a, oh, wow. a, a DJ guy at the time, Chris. This Michelle McGregor, the, the curly head. Yeah. She's a true. Financial. Oh my God. Yeah. Such a crush. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing though. She's so amazing. So, and so we took six cause we only could take six people. And so we took three couples, got all dressed up and we went and hung out and party and we we're laying in the bathtub and we we're laying on the beds, And we took all these pictures by the grand piano and it was just, it's something that you can't do unless you're on the insider track. It was so fun. So we'll need fun. pictures of that too. Yeah. I've got one with Michelle McGregor somewhere, but I can't find the other ones, but I'll try and find them. Awesome. Well, that would be really cool. Yeah. So talking about like tours. So like what, that was a special private tour, right? But what yeah. did you have like a favorite tour that you took uh, that wasn't necessarily a private one, but just, you know, all the different places that you had been to. Oh gosh. So many. I mean, and I've done so many ports of call, like, I think Fiji, when we went to the South Pacific, we actually went to to this island that Royal Caribbean had never been to, Numea, it was called. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Royal Caribbean had never been there before. And it was literally where they had a chief to, chief of the tribe that had to welcome us. And we had to have a very, it's almost a religious ceremony to welcome. Wow. Uh, I mean, it was, yeah, to welcome our cruise ship. So it's not really a tour, but it was such a grand event to come to this island. And it's quite, I mean, they were cannibals only like 25 years ago. So we're like, <laughs> what's God. for lunch? What's yeah. for lunch? You know, people, so, people on the island that are still alive that used to eat. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> so, but overall tours, anything in the French Riviera, and it sounds so snotty, and anything in the French Riviera, yes. I love it. Um, or the Malfi Coast, Positano, just oh, the wine wow. tours. We've done so many of those wine tours. I love it there. It's just, I don't know, the, the European, anything Mediterranean, but you know, with my new cruise line PO, I, I just did Dubai. I did two seasons in Dubai. It's just fascinating over there. And, and oh, wow. the tours up to the Burj, you know, the, the, oh, yeah, the building. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just fantastic. But yeah, and that's the thing with cruise, you know, our cruise ship jobs is you you're in all these different countries. You get to see all these different places. It's so exciting. So now are you working as hotel manager on PO? I was. I just resigned actually. Um, COVID. Oh. I mean, yeah, COVID hit everybody really hard. And in, in January, February, I decided 
just, uh, it wasn't a fit and I wanted to look at other opportunities. So I just resigned. So I was there three years, but I got, yeah, I got headhunted for hotel manager, which I never thought I would do. Mm-hmm. Um, I never wanted to be hotel director because at P&O, then, I mean, at Royal, I went to M&R. So I was marketing revenue manager from 2006 to 16. When, so I did that for 10 years. And even then it's like, how long have you been with this company? And I took a couple of years off um, and was doing my, because I do social media marketing, online marketing, um, e-commerce kind of stuff. And they found me through, through a recommendation, my friend Snaz. Um, I don't know if any of you would have worked with Snaz, probably not. That was after, after your time. She, she was a hotel director and she went to P&O. She said, P&O are hiring and they're looking for really strong females. And I'm like, I'm not interested. I'm not coming. I'm not, no, no. And she kept asking and I said, okay, let me see what they have. So very long story and long interviews, four big interviews. Um, I got hired at P&O like three and a half years ago as hotel director. Hotel, um, So they had an onboarding program. Yeah. So I said, I'm as high as you can go on the ladder. I'm the big boss now. <laughs> Thank God they didn't uh, have. Good uh, to be the king. Yeah, it too is. Many, too many records and social media back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have a couple other stories you could uh, you could share with us. Well, there's so many. Anything but I'm, goes. I, I, you can say anything you want. I'm just waiting for Scott to chime well, in because Scott well, asked all well, the sex yeah, questions. Yeah, why you're why you're why you're thinking about that? Um, yeah. uh, let me ask you: um, Did you ever hook up with any passengers? Actually, I never did. I never did, and I never wanted to. I had no interest. So, second part to that is. Uh, with people that you were dating, where would it be the strangest place you ever did it on ship? Well, I mean, I dated captains for many years, so there's <laughs> you. Is that are we are we talking about the bridge? Not Here, to brag, not to brag or not anything. Brag. <laughs> can, I can tell you this story because it, it it could be any any of my previous. So what what we would do is you know when we have boat drill and they do bravo 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 fire in the uh, theater or bravo, 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 deck 10, cabin, whatever. And that was our insider code of where him and I were going to get together. (laughs) (laughs) That was where the real bravo, bravo, or the real alpha, alpha was going to be, was a bit later. Wow, that's great. That's great. Oh my gosh. That's why I, I love boat drill for quite a bit of time. Like, <laughs> the rest of us hated it. And it was like, okay, this is great. Woo-hoo. Ooh, boat drill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so you must have some really oh. good insights oh my gosh. from that is creative level. Yeah, it's, it, that's a long story, but it was a complicated story. But and we ended up we got together and we broke up. And that's when I saw you guys in Cozumel because we had just yeah. broken up and it was pretty. It was like a bad divorce. It was really ugly because at our professional level, it was it was really complicated. But it's for the best. It was for the best in the end. So yeah. I'm one of my favorite stories too is when when I was. Um, do you remember Spike Peterson when yeah, he corrects? And for some reason, they they got it in their head. And him and somebody else, they they got these pools, like kiddie pools, uh-huh. filled them with water, and were sitting in the I ninety five with cases of beer, music like a boombox. Again, oh my back gosh! In the How? And just because you could, but the best thing is later that what they had done that day, the whole day, is they got tools and they removed all of the furniture from Spike's cabin or somebody's cabin, like literally Uh unscrewed the beds, the cabinets, the closets, and filled the cabin with sand. 
And then we had a party. They moved those little kiddie pools and put them in. I think I might have picture somewhere. Put those kiddie pools in this cabin filled with sand. And nobody what? got in trouble. Nobody got in trouble. And we just partied. That's and, then they amazing. All, and then they all just cleaned it the next day. And it was just another night. What? Yeah, it was and so hell. crazy. That's they, awesome. They put the bed and the cabinets and the closet in somebody else's cabin. And oh my god! Out. We had a beach party. We had a beach party. Was that on, on the serenade? Was that on the Viking I think serenade? It was on the serenade. It was on yeah. the Viking serenade. I think. Yeah. Oh man! Wow. Yeah. That is great. <laughs> I mean, so so now we have a beach, literally a beach party in a cabin. We have yeah. raisin shrimp in a cabin. We have terrapin races in the hallways. <laughs> And then yeah. who who was it that we were talking about that airlifted a car to the deck of the ship or, or crane lifted? Um... That was our, our anonymous story. Oh, yeah. That was okay. the anonymous story. Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. It was the motorcycles. Um, Captain um, Johnny. Captain Johnny had a Harley Davidson. Remember when they would Do have you... the... Well, here's another great story, and I'll make it quick. But, um, you know, Rokerman, we did a lot of full ship charters. And, of course, we did Atlantis. I never actually worked on Atlantis. We would prepare, but I actually never worked it. But, you know, they had the hogs on the high seas, the Harley Davidson guys. But they did a they did a half ship charter. So with our regular Royal Caribbean guests and families and 1,000, 1,100, 1,200 hardcore Harley Davidson bikers, oh, male, man. female, like, full, like their formal night was your best leathers, the full leather. <laughs> outfit and it was so such madness because of course they didn't mix with our regular guests and all of our regular guests were complaining about the harley davidson group <laughs> but they said they were scared you know these big tattoo guys hell's angels yeah hell's angels and so then the hell's angels they had their own cruise director their own dj so they got wind that these guests were complaining that they were scared and intimidated by these by them so they started going to the desk to say that they were scared and intimidated from our guests <laughs> and started this whole rivalry and it was just hysterical because they're like but yeah so they brought on i think like 20 30 a custom high-end harley davidson's and they would take off and there was all sword 995 and they've oh, done wow. that for a few years yeah and then they would go uh, biking in st martin st thomas it was st martin st thomas and ocho i think that they went it was it was fun but wow yeah. L- little cool. did the other guests know that all these harley people were like um lawyers and accountants yes, exactly. and uh <laughs> doctors yep you know because yeah. only those people can afford and these I- high-end harleys yeah 40 or 80 <laughs> even well, 100 and something thousand harleys so yeah here the group that princess booked so princess booked a group of gay bears like a 500 of them um on a regular, <laughs> on a regular <laughs> and i was like oh my god what are you guys thinking so these big burly guys like gay guys you know gay guys all in the hot tubs all together and like all just <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see the hairs floating yeah. on the top of the jacuzzis from these bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was a the complaints were kind of high on the on those cruises where they had these uh the these groups on. It's pretty well. Cool. Another one was it was called um 70,000 tons of metal, it was heavy metal, hardcore heavy metal group, but it was mm-hmm. a full ship charter. Oh, and yeah. there were some really scary people. They even took out the seats in, in the theater to do a real mosh pit. They brought on their own security. Oh um, man. Yeah, they had brought on their own security, their own their own uh, medical teams. But the funniest thing, like I remember this guy, <laughs> what? He was, yeah, yeah, because they they were. Have you ever been in a mosh pit, Brad? I have not. 
they were full on moshing, if that's what you call yeah. it. They were yeah. hardcore. And their 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 head like head act started about three or four in the morning. It vibrated so much. Their speakers were so big, it blew the 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 entire ship's electrical system. Scott, you'll probably appreciate that. Like and it was so loud that on the pool deck, the the, the crew on tween deck and even deck one couldn't sleep. It was vibrating. The whole ship was vibrating. Wow. So what ship was that on? Do you much. Independence or Freedom or Adventure, okay. one of those, yeah, one, one of those. a big right. ship. Yeah, oh my God, that's but crazy. here's the thing. They they were the nicest people. They'd all be standing in line at the purser's desk to get money or guest services to get, you know, change or, and the, you know, this one guy, and he, he had his wife or girlfriend on a chain. She had a collar and a chain. And he's like, can you tell me where the bathroom is? And I'm like, it's right over there. You know, it's like, and he had like tattoos and black eyeliner and red eye, you know, those yeah. red contact lenses. And oh I'm my like, God. He's like, Please, can you tell me where the washroom is? And I'm like, yeah. Sure. So this kind of reminded me, but did you ever do a chart like a nude nudist charter? No, but we prepare. I also I prepare because I was signing off, and I I've heard every kind of story. Yeah, I've never done it. Thankfully, maybe that was the serenade when it got the shit shit a shit a whatever it was called. Yeah, shigalosa. But I have done a swingers, and you wouldn't know, but there's all these different codes of words and things that they say, and they don't call themselves swingers. They're a lifestyle company. When uh, when's the next one coming out? <laughs> well, I'm sure you can find. I mean, I, I I again, I've been gone from Royal Caribbean, but PO doesn't do charters at all, like zero. Oh, no. So um, I I like ship charters. I think they're fun. I we mean, had one on the Empress. It was. Uh, uh, the the charter was I think it was Miller beer and it was for all of the truck driver delivery guys you know oh, not, wow. not oh. the, I mean it was a little bit of the corporate people obviously but it was mainly the people that you know took it from B to C and um, they went through I want to say four hundred and, and this is uh, the Empress you know three and four day cruises but I, yeah. I want to say they went three or four hundred of their own pallets of Miller beer. Plus all of the Miller beer that Rook had. Yeah. I love the high life, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm down with the high life. No, no. Lisa, it seems listening to your stories, I just followed you around the floor. Yeah, you did. And I remember we talked about that one time before, whatever. You were always right behind me for some reason. Yeah, I was, like, I was right behind you because I went, I was on the song on our way. I replaced you on song on our way. Then I went to the Viking Serenade. Then I went to the Majesty. Yeah. <laughs> just followed you around. Did you, you do, what? you did payroll though too. See, I never did payroll. I never went yeah, that Yeah, I did payroll. I did payroll I, for a I long. did second person supercharged when that was the new yeah, role, I second person. And that was only brief. And I think yeah. I trained you on that too, didn't Eric. Um, I think you did. And then I went into the office and and worked on one of the projects to update the supercharge, uh, second supercharge program because it wasn't working right. And then I went ship to ship, putting it on all the ships. Yeah. Um, So I did that one little side trip with that. I worked shoreside for a little bit. Um, so well, we're, we're going we're i mean again we could keep talking for two hours we're gonna have, need to have you back to do i, I can come two. back i'll come back and by then maybe i'll have news if i do get hired for yeah I'm, I'm, i can't wait to hear about this because i don't want to jinx it lisa we've taken up a bunch of your time uh, and like great. we appreciate so much having you on the show thank you again so much for coming on it's great seeing you as always good to see you yeah yeah see you later. Nice. good to see you again can't wait to see all these videos and photos Yes, oh yeah, yes, yes. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make it a project over the next couple of days. But oh, oh if the video, I'll send it to you. Oh, I'll oh, send I it. can't wait to see it. I'll send it. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Take care, Lisa. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Great seeing you. Oh, she's so much fun. 
How fun. I'll oh, tell yeah. you, I mean, the parties that we had with her and Jay Punt, the, the ones that I remember specifically, they were either in her cabin or Jay's cabin. And it was nightly. We would all just get plastered every single night. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!